For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Here's a preview of what you'll hear on this episode of Beyond the Wheel. So we're a small family-owned business uh, dedicated really to simplifying mobile lifestyles um, through mail forwarding, vehicle registration, and helping people gain residency in South Dakota. Now enjoy the show. You are listening to Beyond the Wheel, a podcast about the people and ideas that drive the RV community forward. Looking to get out there and stay out there? Battleborn Batteries Lithium-Ion Batteries are here to power your RV, marine, and off-grid adventures. Designed as an easy drop-in replacement for traditional lead-acid batteries, these reliable solutions have two to three times the power, charge five times faster, are a fifth of the weight, and last 10 times longer. Offered in a variety of models in unique sizes and shapes, ranging from 50 amp hour to a robust 270 amp hour. And backed by a 10-year warranty. Battleborn batteries are built to fit your needs and power your experiences. On the road, on the water, and off the grid, reliable power is here. Check them out at battlebornbatteries.com. Hey everyone, before getting into this episode, we have a favor to ask. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a rating on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps getting the show more listeners through the platform algorithms. Also, if you're listening directly on our website, please leave a comment on what you think about the episode. Now on today's episode, getting mail is always a big concern for RV travelers. Today we talk with Bill from Your Best Address. This South Dakota-based business does more than just mail. As you will learn, they help with vehicle registration, establishing a domicile in South Dakota, and even depositing checks. Your Best Address seems to have you covered. So let's get into this episode. Hi, Bill. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Your Best Address? Sure. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Sean. I'm originally from Michigan and have lived in Sioux Falls since 1998. I've been involved in the mail forwarding business, either as a client or as a general manager, uh, and now as a general manager and owner, for um, 14 years now. And last month, I celebrated six months of ownership with Your Best Address. I'm just curious, what made you want to jump from, I guess you could say, employee to owner? What what was it about the company that you said, you know what, I'm going to take even more responsibility. I I want to run this. I want to take the reins of everything. Well, I was I was tired of sleeping through the night. You know, I just wanted to get some <laughs> some job where you know no. Um, 
So <laughs> I, when I was working for the Southern Mail Forwarding Company, um, I was there for 19 months and had been a client of that company. <clears throat> I really didn't mesh with the ownership in terms of how they treated their customers and how they treated their employees. And I just finally decided if I was going to do this the way I wanted to do it, I needed to, uh, to, to uh, find a company. And in fact, your best address at the time, six years ago, was run by a guy named Larry and his wife, Rosemarie, and they had their daughter. So just three of them. Larry was 75 and Rose was 77. And I, I approached him. We negotiated for a couple months and uh, I was fortunate to, to be able to buy it and uh, kept their daughter on for about three years. And um, uh, when I bought your best address, we were at 734 clients. Today, we're just under 3,000. So pretty, pretty happy with that. And so can you kind of describe your best address? And I know it's it's actually more than a mail forwarding company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we're a small family owned business uh, dedicated really to simplifying mobile lifestyles um, through mail forwarding, vehicle registration, and helping people gain residency in South Dakota. Okay. And is it t- today, is it a family run business? Do you have family helping you? Yep. Yep. I've got. Um, my, basically, uh, you could say my whole family's involved. My son, Patrick, is the technical brains behind YBA. He's, he does our website. Um, he created our digital mail program. And just recently, um, our lease was coming up on our mailing machine. And he said, I think I can do something about that. He created a software program. And, and now we're using his program to run all our mail. So He's involved with that. He's uh, living in California. Uh, his fiance is an Apple engineer, so he does everything remotely. And then I've got another son who's 30, who's an attorney. He lives up in Minneapolis, but we talk once a week at least about just business stuff. And he gives me a lot of good advice, especially on, on, on technical stuff or, or um, you know, with, with the Internet and everything. Um, I'm 58, and it's nice to have a, a younger couple of people involved, <laughs> and they can say, well, did you know you could do this, and, right. and things like that. So um, Ben is, my son Ben is an HR attorney, so he's he's full of good advice for everything related to the business, really. And then I've got my partner, Mary, is a retired communications professor, professor and uh, she taught for 33 years. So what she does uh, when she's not babysitting our granddaughter is reviews and proofs and edits um, any documents that, that would go to clients uh, in terms of um, agreements and things like that. Um, she comes into the office um, once every few weeks and, and chats with the staff at, at our morning huddle about communication strategies and techniques. So she's been great with that. And then even my two 11 year old daughters made an appearance on the banner we use at the R, uh, RV conventions. Okay. Oh, nice. So you're, you're surrounded by a really good team. It sounds I am. like I am, I am, I am. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great group of people that we have on the staff right now. And, um, um, having my sons and, and my partner involved, this is really nice. Now I assume like for, for the male piece of it, people don't even have to show up. You can do it all online. But when we talk right. about when we talk about like residency and 
registration, are you are customers having to come uh, to you to to um, to do that sort of stuff? If people want to register their vehicles, they don't have to come to South Dakota. We can do it all over the internet and email and and on the phone. But if they want residency, the requirement for South Dakota residency is that that people have a South Dakota address and your best address is a commercial mail receiving agency. So we're recognized by the post office as a physical address. So people will sign up with us. They'll come into town, uh, either drive in or they can fly in. And we partner with a hotel nearby and they'll, they'll pick up the people at the airport, bring them to the hotel, take them to the driver's license station the next morning with a hotel receipt that has their name on it and our address and a copy of our contract and a couple other documents, uh, federal uh, IDs. And they be, that's how they become a South Dakota resident. They have to come back once every five years. So it's a, it's a really neat system that the, the state has set up. Okay. I know a lot of RVers are South Dakota residents. Mm-hmm. What's, mm-hmm. Why, why do you think that is? I think it's, it's primarily uh, South Dakota has no state income tax and no inheritance tax. Uh, we're we're the second largest state, I think, in terms of trust companies. So it really is attractive to people financially. If you've got someone who's retired, a retired teacher in Michigan, for instance, and they're paying eight percent a month state income tax on their pension, and they become a South Dakota resident, all of a sudden their pension is not getting hit for eight percent. So it really makes sense for a lot of people. Could we go back for just one moment, Bill? Did I understand you right? You can register a vehicle, but not necessarily need to be a resident? Right. Yeah. You don't oh, have to be a resident. You, they, So uh, we're in Minnehaha County in, in South Dakota, and the Minnehaha County um, uh, Treasurer's Office states that we need, the people need a physical address in the state. So that's what we provide. And um, as long as they have an annual agreement with us, they can register their vehicles with us. Okay. Interesting. That's good to know. And I would imagine there's some savings to be had for, for that reason alone. Yes. Yes. We've, so the sales tax on an RV on a vehicle in South Dakota is just 4%, which isn't the lowest in the country, but certainly not the highest. If you move, if you register your vehicle somewhere else and then decide to register it here, if you paid 6%, then you don't pay any sales tax here because you've already paid more than the 4%. Gotcha. So it's a, it's a pretty neat save, And it, it, it is, it's a, it's a big savings for some people. Yeah. Yeah. And then are there, uh, we'll get to mail, I promise, but <laughs> for the vehicles, are there like, if there's no inspection requirement then either. Right. That's correct. In, in, South Dakota, there's no vehicle inspections. I know in Texas, for instance, we've got a competitor down there and you have to bring your rig back every year to get to get inspected. And we don't have anything like that in South Dakota. Okay. Interesting. And I know we're, we're mainly a, an RV podcast or outdoor right. podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, but it, it sounds like you don't necessarily need to be an RVer to take advantage of these. I mean, there's nothing saying that you have to have an RV to be part Correct. of your best address. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yep. We, we, our primary uh, client base is RVers, but we also serve a lot of traveling healthcare professionals. Oh, yeah. It's, it's interesting. They, they make us their address. They come and get a South Dakota driver's license. And then 
my understanding with traveling travel nurses, for instance, is if they are assigned 50 miles or further from their home base, that can affect their uh, per diem and their housing and, and things like that in a positive way. So mm-hmm. essentially they come here and then no matter where they go, they're going to be more than 50 miles away from, from Sioux Falls. We, we have clients that live all over the world, um, Ukraine, Poland, um, all over the place, Philippines. And uh, they just, the way it works is they make us their address. They do a permanent change of address if it's an annual contract. So all their mail comes to us, all their packages come to us, um, things like that. And we send it out on their schedule. If they want it sent once a week, if they want it sent once a month, doesn't matter. We'll send it how often or how frequently they want. Sometimes we do a will call. So when they know they're going to get to some other place, we hold their mail until they get there. Then they contact us and, and have their mail sent. So I, let's say I'm, a, um, I'm in Virginia and I have a lot of residency or domicile eggs in the Virginia basket. But, and I want to keep my Virginia residence, but I want to use a mail forwarding service. I could just use your mail forwarding service without being a South Dakota resident, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Many of our clients are choose to become residents uh, of South Dakota, but you don't have to be a South Dakota resident. You don't have to be an RVer. You just, if you want someone to, you know, a lot of times people say, my neighbor's been taking care of my mail for years, but, you know, it's not working out as well. It's like, okay, send it to us and, you know, by doing that, it keeps things confidential. You know, you sometimes don't want your neighbors looking at all your your mail. <laughs> right. Is there such a thing as like dual residency? Like could could somebody no, no okay. So it, it you no. you choose okay. You choose, yep. Yeah. And and <clears throat> yeah, when you come become a resident in South Dakota, you turn in your driver's license from Virginia okay. and you get issued a South Dakota license. Now you're a South Dakota resident. Okay. Okay getting to the mail part of your business, how do you ensure like confidentiality with the mail that's coming into your, into your facility for people? Well, um, the uh, mail carrier, either us mail or the UPS uh, carrier FedEx, they come right into our office with the, the mail and we sort it and then put it into the mail bins, you know, the mailboxes of, of the clients the mailboxes are locked up at night and over the weekend, so you can't access those. The building that we're in is actually locked up on the weekends as well, so it's it's pretty secure. We have a digital mail program that I mentioned earlier that my son developed, and with that, people get an image of the outside of their mail, whether it's a box, a letter, or a, a magazine, and then they get a notification in their digital mailbox that they have new mail and they get in there and look at the piece and say, they can choose what to do with it, to send it to them, to hold it, to shred it, or in some cases open and scan the contents. And so for, for instance, like tax documents and things like that, we've got these uh, cameras in the digital room and, and they take the picture of the document, put it back in the envelope and, and, you know, I guess knock on wood and in six years, I've never had, any issues raised by any clients about a breach of confidentiality. If, if anything, people will call and say, I need, I have a credit card that showed up. I need the number of the credit card. Can you open it and give me the number of the credit card? Oh, so, wow. They trust you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I, yeah, that's, that's interesting. So 
That's great. And then you said boxes too. So does that mean packages and and on top of that, what about like prescriptions? Can somebody have their prescriptions sent to you and then shipped out? Right, right. We we receive uh, boxes. Um, we receive medications. We've got a refrigerator in the mail room for storing the medication until it goes back out. So we're very careful with things like that. But we've received RV tires in the office before, uh, oh, RV wow. refrigerator. The client came and picked up the refrigerator. I had a, a client who's a truck driver, over-the-road trucker, and he ordered a uh, mattress. And uh, so that, that was interesting. But is, is there anything size-wise that I'm thinking mattress takes up a lot of space, even tires do. Is there anything size-wise that you guys refuse or that you ask people not, not to ship nope. to you? Really? No, we've never had, never, never really had that. The, the, actually, the 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 mattress it was heavy, but it was packaged in a way where they, I don't know, it was a purple thing where they roll it up really oh, tight. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't a really big box, but it it was it was heavy on the heavy side. We've not ever turned stuff away. Sometimes we get a client once in a great while that has a number of boxes show up, <laughs> and. Um, we relocated our mailroom recently to be adjoining part of our, our, our office. It used to be down the hall. And when we did that, there was a client that had 13 boxes uh, that could have filled a small closet. And I reached out to him and he made arrangements to have it picked up. But okay. usually it's it's not a problem. So people can come by and, and pick up. Is there a, an, an amount of days or anything like that that you, that you ask Clients say, you know, say, you know, could you please pick things up in 14 days if it's a if it's a pickup? Because if you guys were to ship it out, you could probably ship it out relatively fast. But if they do want to pick up, uh, is there something that you guys have or written or just verbally say, you know, we appreciate it if you could pick it up within 10 days or something like that? Typically, no. And and again, that goes back to my experience at the other mail forwarding company. I I really try to be customer focused being that I was a customer and, you know, I understand the business from both sides, but in that, like I mentioned that case where he had a bunch of boxes. Yeah. I'd reach out and ask him to come, but, but we try to make it as, as simple a process for people as we can. We just started a new initiative with um, home-based businesses in the Sioux Falls area that we've got some clients that are, are home-based businesses and don't want their mail going to their home. And, and and they don't want their paperwork and, and their website to give their home address. So they'll make us their business address. It's it's a neat system. They generally come in and pick it up themselves. They don't don't have it shipped out. Okay. But we also do um, check cashing deposits for people. Yeah, people will get a, a check in the mail and rather than wait for it to be sent back out to them and then they got to deposit it. We just get the account number and and the, uh, obviously the bank name. And if there's a local branch here, I'll drive through and make the deposit. If it's not a local branch, then we'll end up typically um, mailing it to the closest branch we can. That's pretty cool. Is that something new or is that something that you've been doing for a long time? We, we've been doing it for a, a couple of years now, but okay. but it's something that, that people forget about, that, that that's an option. So, Okay. If somebody's living, like you said, you have people in Ukraine or Poland, and they're living there long term, mm-hmm. several months, do you just automatically send their mail at a certain, after a certain time period? Or is it dependent by customer? How does that work? It, it's really up to the customer. And so we'll get um, um, 
the customer, let's say the guy in, in Poland will email us and say, could you send my accumulated mail to this address? And, and we'll get it out the next day. But really, we, we, we just try to make it as, as easy as possible. Some people are on you know consistent schedules. I've got a guy in California that for years, every Friday, we put things in a FedEx envelope and send it FedEx ground. And um, that's what he wants. So that's what we do. We've got a, even got clients that live on boats. And when they come into port, they hook up to the internet and they've got digital mail with us. They can see all their mail and, and we'll end up, you know, UPS overnight to a, a marina someplace because they're in port for a couple of days. That business that you have is really all about convenience and yeah. being able to provide these services to, to, to the consumer in really a, a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really try to to be, you know, focused on what their needs are and I've got a great team in place and we we have a huddle every morning at nine o'clock and talk about, you know, big issues going up on the day. How many pages of mail do we have going out? How many digital scans do we have? And, and so people will step in and help other people to, to make sure things get, you know, processed in a timely fashion. But we, we try to make it as easy as possible for the clients. Do you get rid of junk mail for people as well? We do. When people sign up, they can indicate if they want their junk mail sent to them or to be shredded. And so we've got a recycler that comes in and uh, these big, big carts that, you know, with the lids that uh, get filled up every couple of weeks. Um, my my son, the, the techno wizard, actually got an app from a company that we will take a picture of the junk mail. And it gets sent to this company who then contacts the sender and says, please stop sending this junk mail ah, to this person. Ah, and so nice. we, we do that for people as well. So That's great. That's a great feature to all in its own, not to get junk mail anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I, w- I was browsing around your website a little bit, and I saw that you offer more than just one plan. You have something like a seasonal plan mm-hmm. and then an, an annual plan. Can you kind of talk a, a little bit about the difference and, and who would use sure. which Sure, sure. So a lot of times, uh, like at the FMCA convention, people would come up and say, well, we're just going to be out for three or four months. We'll handle that. We're the only mail forwarding company I know that does the short term uh, plans. We'll go as few as three months. In that case, it's a pretty straightforward thing. It's a lot of times we call them snowbirds, people that live north and head south for the winter. Sometimes they go to one address. Sometimes they, they move around. Of course, we follow them wherever they want to go. We'll send it. They just do a temporary change of address with the post office for that period of time, that 90 days or 120 days to have their mail come to us. And then we ship it out to them. We do take uh, when people sign up, we take $50 for postage escrow account. But for instance, the end of the three or four months, if they've got money left over in their postage account, we just send it back to them. So the the. Short term is really good for people that are just dipping their toes in the RV world and not sure if they want to work full time or travel full time. But in order to register vehicles, in order to become a resident of South Dakota, you have to have an annual agreement. That's that's just how it is. So that's really the difference between the two. Okay, that's pretty cool though that you'll go as short as three months. When I mm-hmm. when I was thinking of uh, seasonal, I was thinking I don't know why, but I was just thinking six months. Snowbirds yeah. are usually here for six months, and mm-hmm. that's how you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome that you offer it in three month increments. Yeah, yeah. And you guys are partners with FMCA, and so FMCA members get a little bit of a a bonus, I guess, for signing up with your annual plan, right? 
Right, right. When when FMC members sign up for our annual plan, clients on the annual plan get 13 months when they pay for 12, but FMC members get an additional month free of service. And if they're a veteran, they get an additional month added on. So that's as much as 15 months for, for paying for 12. FMC members also get $100 off the first vehicle registration assistance fee. But we like the FMCA. We like to partner with them. Yeah, Kenny and I are both FMCA members. And it's amazing for the low cost of membership Mm -hmm. in the FMCA, how many benefits, like little things like this that you get that, that, I mean, the membership cost could be so much higher with all the stuff that you get. I mean, just think $100 off your first vehicle registration with you guys. That's that, that pays that, that pays for more than pays for yeah, the FMCA membership. More. So you know yeah. we really we really try. Uh, Carl's our vehicle guy, and he will will roll that out as an option to people that that uh, if you're an FMCA member and you know all the other benefits that the FMCA offers. How does pricing work? Is 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 the shipping? I, I would imagine it can't be a, a just a flat rate. But how do, how does how how do people pay for the shipping as it's uh, being sent out to them? Is it is it a ship? Is it a flat rate, or is it just per per item? It depends on how people want it sent out. So um, we we take that fifty dollar postage escrow when they sign up, and as they send things out and they use up that postage escrow, when they get down to ten dollars or lower, they get an automatic email from us saying, you know, please put some more money in your postage account. They can do that on the website. They can do that uh, by calling in the office. We take credit cards, we take ACH, so checking accounts. And if you're in town, you can pay cash if you want. But not everybody takes the ACH, which I think is pretty convenient because there's no there's no charge for that. Sometimes credit cards, you know, they have the fee. We add a $1.50 to everything we ship out, and that is to pay basically for the label and the, and the envelopes. It's amazing how much these envelopes cost. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot, of, a lot of the mail go out like number 12 envelopes. If you're going U.S. mail and it's over 13 ounces, it defaults to priority mail. So you can't send it out first class if it weighs 14 ounces. And I started something that was a, got a couple people grumbling a few years ago, but, but I stand by it. And that is when we send out people's license plates and vehicle registrations, it has to go out at least priority mail so we can track it and we can yeah, follow yeah. it because, you know, it's just not worth it. So Yeah, I think that makes sense. What about if people want something like uh, this piece piece of mail came in that I need right away? Will you guys do things like FedEx overnight or something yep. like that as well? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Wow. We get we, so a lot of times when people have things sent to us, if it comes FedEx or UPS, you know, expedited, they know where it's it's coming, and they'll get a hold of us ahead of time and say, "Hey, listen, I get something. I've got something coming in today." Can you get it out tomorrow with the rest of my accumulated mail? And we'll, we'll do that. We, we ship FedEx, UPS, DHL, mostly for overseas, and then, of course, U.S. mail. I'm part of the post office committee that's called the PCC here in Sioux Falls. And we had a meeting this morning, and I invited them to have the meeting here. The postmaster was here, and I gave him a tour of, the, of our offices and showed him what we do. So it's... Uh, it's uh, nice to have that kind of partnership with uh, the post office. If we have a an issue with uh, U.S. mail, I can e- reach out to uh, Larry, the postmaster, and he'll email half a dozen people to get things straightened out. One, one of the things, speaking of the post office, that we do for people is we can ship to 
hotels, campgrounds, friends' houses, but we can also send mail, uh, U.S. mail, general delivery. So if you know you're going through a town next Friday, you can ask us to send it general delivery, and you show up with your driver's license and, and pick it up. But something I learned today, we've gotten pushback from some post offices. People will say, I tried to do general delivery, and they say they won't do it. It's interesting when I told the postmaster that because his eyes got kind of big and he said, it's a regulation. They have to accept general delivery. So he's going to give me the chapter and verse and and we're going to help our clients uh, when they run into that roadblock. Yeah, when I was in the military, every time I moved, I used general delivery because you don't know where you're going to be living. So you just have it sent. Yeah. 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 It's an important post office feature, I think, Mm -hmm. for, for a lot of people. And speaking of the post office, when somebody's setting up like the mail service with you, do they need to notify the post office or do they only need to notify post office if they're doing a uh, like a domicile or, or change of residency? No, when, when people sign up with us, whether it's short term or long term, they have to institute a change of address with the post office so they can get okay. online and do it. Post office charges you, I think, a dollar to verify it's your credit card, that it's who you are. But the short-term people only do a temporary change of address, but annual clients, they'll do a permanent change of address. And so, um, but they have, they're the ones that have to notify the post office. We can't notify the post office. When they sign up, all our clients sign up, uh, they have to sign what's called a, a USPS form 1583, which authorizes us to handle their mail. So okay. sometimes when we're signing people up, they'll, they'll send back the paperwork that they've, they've printed off from the website. And, you know, we'll have to ping them a couple times to say, we need that 1583 because, because legally we, we, we can't handle your mail until we have it. So. Okay. Then the, so the digital portion of what you do, is it possible to like, do you have a plan where I can just get my mail scanned and emailed to me and I don't have to worry about necessarily sending a bunch of stuff uh, from your facility to me? Yeah, that's that's how it works for for some of our digital clients. Is is when their mail comes in, we automatically scan it to them, so they'll get the the email notification, and they tell us what they want us to do with it, forward it to them, or to sh- to shred it. Um, some people they close out their box after a period of a couple of years, and it turns out we have digitally scanned most of their mail to them, and their physical mail is still sitting in the box. But at that point, they give us permission to shred it. So if if I got it scanned, I I can just go right online and say shred it. Right, right. You, you'd Uh-oh, get okay. you'd get an email notification. So when you open up your email, it shows a picture of the envelope, and you get some options on the side that says uh, shred it, uh, open and scan it, send it to me, or just hold it. So you guys you guys are are doing a lot, and it it sounds very labor intense intensive, but maybe it's not. How how many employees do you have currently? We have nine employees in the office. We've got two okay. people that just work in the mailroom. In fact, they're sisters. One guy who does vehicle registrations, two people in the digital mail room, a receptionist, a client coordinator who signs up people and then closes out their boxes, and then our billing manager. You know, everybody will lend a hand. Like I said, we do morning huddles at nine o'clock. We talk about the workload for the day and on, on the first and 15th and the 5th and the 20th, those are our heavy mail days because people that want to go out twice a month, those are the dates that we pick. And uh, Mm -hmm. so 
So you know, there are times where we all end up lending a hand to make sure we get things out. I've even had uh, clients, over-the-road truckers, that will call on a Friday afternoon and say, I'm not going to hit town till Saturday morning. How can I get my mail? And we'll direct them. There's a Love's truck stop up at, at Highway 90, and we'll put their mail in a, in a secure envelope with their name on it, take it up to the, the person at the Love's, the manager, and they make sure that the, when the trucker comes in, they can pick up their mail and keep going. They don't have to wait here all weekend for us to open up on Monday morning. That's pretty cool. Sounds like you've made some good relationships in the community to really help the people that are uh, subscribers to your service. Well, we try. We try. So in terms of of getting the word out about your best address, do you have any like marketing tools that you found work the best or how are, how are you getting the word out to people? I'd say our primary means of getting um, people are just word of mouth referrals from existing clients. And if people refer someone to us and they sign up, then we'll add a month to that person's term of service uh, as a thank you for referring somebody to us. But we use uh, Google AdWords uh, have been pretty good. Uh, they're, they're, they're fighting us on things that relate to the government. So when we say vehicle registration, that flags them and they freak out and we have to work with them on that. Um, but also Facebook and Instagram, we, we have a good presence on there too. And, and the shows. And then, yeah, the shows. Yeah, the shows. We're, we're, we, we created a list a couple of weeks ago of all the shows for the next 12 months. And we're trying to figure out which shows to go to and where we can get the biggest bang for our buck. Yeah, it seems like the shows are really starting to pick up now that, mm-hmm. you know, the COVID scare is kind of over. It's, right. It seems right. like there's a lot more attendance. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to be busier, definitely. But that's that's probably a lot for you guys, though, to kind of pick up and go to these shows because they're not all in your backyard. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, I don't even think you can do a partial. I, I don't know how the shows work, but you can't say, well, we'll just be here for two days. We don't want to spend all right. seven here or something like right. that. Right, right. And that's 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 the that's the the. I guess the deciding point on, on to what shows we're going to go to. I know one show I'd like to get to that we haven't been before is Quartzsite, but that's a very oh, yeah. long show. That's that's over a week long. So typically, myself and and my partner Mary will go to the shows. Like we were in in Perry, Georgia, and handle that. But yeah, you're right. You got to be there the whole time. And I tell you, the last three hours are probably the longest hours you know <laughs> that you can have. But um, uh, last fall, the Lincoln show, the FMCA show in Lincoln, um, I sent uh, my my billing manager and my client coordinator uh, down together. And, it, and that was really interesting because it wasn't as busy as I would have liked, but they saw things from a perspective that they hadn't seen before. And they brought back a lot of good ideas and a lot of information. And so, you know, we tried to do that. There's a show in Gillette this summer that, that yep. uh, um, a couple of them might go to, but... Um, yeah, we're we're trying to plan out what shows to get to. So, yeah, I think you get pretty good customer feedback at shows, mm-hmm. even if they're not customers yet. Maybe just potential customer feedback and things like that. And that's pretty cool that you do the shows themselves yourself. Because I always tell people that you know that's one of the advantages of going to these shows is a lot of times you get to talk to the owners of the companies right. Right. and uh, who who better knows what they're talking about than, than you guys. So right. I, I think, I think that's pretty cool that, that you, you, you do go to the shows yourself as well. 
Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I, I, I like talking to the clients. There's a client, he didn't make it to Perry, but he reaches out before the shows usually, and I pack up his mail and bring it down to him. And I, I've done that for other clients, so they reach out to me ahead of time. And I'll bring their mail down to him, and then he gives me a cigar. So it's it's a good deal. There you so. go. <laughs> nice. One thing I think we forgot to ask was, how long has your best address been around? And how long have you owned it? It was started in 2015 by Larry and his wife. And then I bought it in March of 2017. So I just celebrated last month my sixth year of ownership. It's a very neat business. You're dealing with people's something that's very personal to them, their mail, right? And and so the importance of, of every day showing up and doing the best job you can is critical. I mean, sometimes we make mistakes and sometimes clients give us the wrong address and, you know, things happen, but we, we try to fix it as best we can. I, I, I can see myself doing this for, for quite a, a while longer. Well, that's great to find something that, yeah, that, that you enjoy doing and, and this kind of helping people as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for people that are interested in exploring the different options and, and learning more about all the services that you provide, what's the best way for them to, uh, to find that out? Well, I'd say that the best way is to get on our website, which is yourbestaddress.com. And that generally answers most everybody's questions. They can always call the office and uh, talk to Vita, who's our client coordinator. Sometimes their question has to do with, say, how much is it going to cost for for me to register my vehicle in South Dakota? We have a a vehicle registration calculator on the website. So they put in the information that they have, and that gives them a pretty rough idea, but, you know, fairly close idea of what's going on. And that that really informs their next step if they want to become a client and have us uh, register their vehicles. We have I, have, I have to say, we have some clients that we register their RVs and they need a mailbox with us to do that. But the only mail we send them is their registration and tags and, and their ah, plates. Okay. Um, they don't want to do the mail forwarding. They've got another system worked out. They've got a, a son or somebody that sends it to them. That's fine. That's fine. But if there's something we can help you out with, we'd love to help. Well, Bill, I think that's all of our questions, unless there's anything that we might have missed or that you want to add to the conversation before we let you go. Not that I can think of. I really appreciate your time, guys. It's been yeah. it's been really yeah. great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this interview with Bill and your best address. I think Bill is the first employee turned owner story we have had. And I believe because he was also a client, he has a greater understanding of what could be considered a pain point for consumers and how to correct it. Just hearing about the flexibility of his service and how accommodating they can be to their clients demonstrates that. I enjoyed hearing how it's a family-ran business and found it interesting that they are even using in-house software for their operations. If you are in need of a change in domicile or like to register your vehicle, check out your best address at yourbestaddress.com and start taking advantages of all the benefits they have to offer. Before you go, I'd like to quickly remind you to leave us a comment, review, or rating on your favorite podcast platform. These really help the show get recognized and help it grow. Take care all and safe travels. Looking to get out there and stay out there? Battleborn Batteries Lithium-Ion Batteries are here to power your RV, marine, and off-grid adventures. Designed as an easy drop-in replacement for traditional lead-acid batteries, these reliable solutions have two to three times the power, charge five times faster, are a fifth of the weight, and last ten times longer.
offered in a variety of models in unique sizes and shapes, ranging from 50 amp hour to a robust 270 amp hour, and backed by a 10-year warranty. Battleborn batteries are built to fit your needs and power your experiences. On the road, on the water, and off the grid, reliable power is here. Check them out at BattlebornBatteries.com. With the complexity of all the systems in an RV, I always say it's not if something's going to break, but a matter of when is something going to break. That is why I think an extended warranty for RVs is so important. We first interviewed wholesale warranties back in 2019 and immediately became impressed with how their policies worked, such as you can take your RV to any licensed repair shop, including mobile repairs. They also have personalized service plans, making sure you are getting the right policy for your needs. And if you think your RV is too old for a policy, you might be surprised to hear that RVs up to 20 years old can still be approved for a policy. That is more age lenient than most RV parks I've stayed at. Go to wholesalewarranties.com forward slash beyond the wheel or click the link down below in our show notes to get your free quote today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.